Hi, Carl. It's Robbie. How are you, sir? I'm fine. How are you? I'm well. So uh, I am excited to talk to you, though. Take me to the trees. Uh, you guys have made an incredible record. Thank you very much. Yeah, I've had a lot of fun listening to it. And I mean, you know how it is for a band that's been around for as long as you guys have. Uh, nothing is certain at this point. So, <laughs> you know, as, as fans, we all kind of uh, hold our breath for a second going, please let it be good. <laughs> well, I think we I think we delivered on this one. You did. Well, we should probably jump into the obvious stuff first, and we'll work uh, further into the album from there. Um, and I'm sure this is a story you've been telling a lot, but what brought about this reunion, the original lineup, um, you know, doing this record? What, it's the first time you've actually been on record for the first time in 30 years, I guess, right? Yeah, you can blame the bass player Mick Conroy for that. He um, moved close to where I live in England. He moved home from London out to the country where I was living, and he got in touch with me and said, let's meet up and have a chat. So we did. And when we met up, he said, how do you feel about getting the band back together? And I just, you know, I took my chin off the floor first and then said, what do you mean, everybody? And he said, yes, if we can get as many people as possible. So we, we decided to have a go at it and we contacted all the members and everyone was able to do it apart from Richard Brown, the drummer, which was a bit unfortunate. Mm-hmm. So and and that happened though a few years ago, right? It, it started off with a tour. I don't know, did I read it right that that lineup was has been seven years now together? Yeah, that's right, about seven years. Yeah, yeah it's been a an interesting ride. So I'd be curious then, you know, what is a band at this age for you guys? Because it seems like you know when we're all young, you know, it, it's a real it's a real force. You're a gang, you know, all for one against the world or whatever. I know a lot of folks end up like that, but. How does it feel at this point with a reunion and, you know, 40 years behind you? Um, it's interesting. It's very different because you haven't got that kind of optimism of youth, that kind of um, electricity that you have when you're very young. Um, but what's nice about it is that we're all a bit, a bit more satisfied, I suppose, in some ways, a bit more kind of content. So, we, you know, we haven't got to write music for anybody else. We just write it for ourselves because obviously... Uh, that song I Melt With You pays all the bills. Mm-hmm. So we, we're not financially in trouble or anything like that. So we, we literally just made the music we wanted to make. I mean, you were talking about the electricity and everything. I mean, all the dangers seem to be in the youth of music. And, you know, for this record, though, I get that sense. And, and that's what I'm talking about. Like, you know, you, you, don't, you don't expect any musician or artist to, to, to reconnect with that fire after they've been going for, you know, anything usually over 10 years. But I don't know, I get that for this record. Was it hard for you to connect with that? Well, you know, that, that's a fantastic thing for you to say because that's exactly what we wanted to do. We wanted to get back to the early days of Mesh and Lace, 4AD, After the Snow, you know, the stuff that was really important to us. Mm-hmm. Forget all the intervening years. There's nothing there worth talking about, really. <laughs> But um, this, this album, to me, the three best albums by Modern English are Mesh and Lace, After the Snow, and Take Me to the Trees. And, um, you know, it, it's what you've just said is really nice for a band to hear because we work really hard on trying not to sound too old, I suppose you'd say. I mean, we wanted on tracks like Sweet Revenge, for instance, to have that spiky guitar sound and to have me bellowing out my vocals again. I mean, that, that's exactly what we were trying to do was to not sound like a load of old men. And you pulled it off. I mean, and, and it should be brought up too because last year you guys did the Mesh and Lace tour, um, where you did the whole thing front to back. And is that is this album, a, you know, any kind of direct influence of that, or was that sort of all part of the scheme once you were together and, and refining that sound? No, Mesh, the Mesh and Lace tour was a, a separate thing, really. I mean, we we'd always wanted to play. 
the Mission Lace album and the very early 4AD singles. We never really had the chance because of, you know, the commercial success of the band in America, really, mm -hmm. to, to do that. But when you probably know yourself, there's this big post-punk revival everywhere, all over the world, really. And Mission Lace fits into that. And so when we came out on the road last year to do that tour for Mission Lace, it was amazing to see 20-year-old people, you know, kids of 20 years old in the audience. It was, it was brilliant. But that, that was a separate thing to, to the Take Me to the Trees album. We've been writing that probably over the last two years, that album. And, you know, we, we just, it's not really, it's connected slightly to Mesh and Lace and After the Snow. But obviously we've learned to write songs a lot better than we used to be able to do through the knowledge of it, I suppose, and, and the length of time we've been making music. Yeah. Um, but they are the best three albums you've got. For me, it's Mesh and Lace, After the Snow and Take Me to the Trees. Well, let's talk about more than was specifically Take Me to the Trees. How were the songs built in, and were they built out of jams, or you know, did you guys bring them in separately? How did it work for you? A bit of a mixture, really. I mean, most of it is literally by being in a rehearsal room and doing things like we used to do, you know, get 20, 30 seconds of music that we like. I'd take it away, put some vocals to it or some melody to it, some lyrics, take it back in and work on it from there. But we also did do some songwriting on our own. Mick Conroy, the bass player again, started using the Logic program and doing some songwriting on that and he would send me bits of music and we'd decide if we liked them or not and I'd put vocals on those. It Don't Seem Right was written a bit like that mm -hmm. and I Feel Small was written a bit like that. Whereas tracks like You're Corrupt and Sweet Revenge were more of the jammed out in the rehearsal room. And I think you can probably hear the difference between those songs. It, it, it seems like a really interesting tightrope that you would have to walk, too, because at one point you don't exactly want this to sound like a nostalgia album, although you're reaching back somewhat for, for inspiration. Uh, but it's still got to sound like of the now, right? It's, got, it's still got to sound like something new. Well, I think, you know, we, we were just doing what we wanted to do. I mean, I think having Gary McDowell's guitar sound... Steve Walker's style of keyboards, the, the effects and the sounds he uses, was always going to be some sort of nostalgia attached to it because that's kind of the sound. Mm -hmm. But again, like I said, we've learned to craft songs a lot better, I suppose, so we can arrange things a little bit better. And also having Martin Young from Mars, Pump Up the Volume and Colorbox producing it, he's got a very big musical knowledge. He's more of a scientist than musician, really. And um, he, he brought a lot to the table as well. And these songs on here, you know, you mentioned I Feel Small. That actually feels like such a different song uh, amidst all of the, I guess, what we call post-punk and the angular songs. Um, yeah, with, the, with that song, you know, it's funny. When I was a kid, I used to sit in the bath on a Sunday and they had a, th they had a chart show thing that used to be on in England. And on that chart show, you'd get songs that sounded like they were, they were in cardboard boxes because the transistor radio speakers were so small. You'd get things like Maggie May by Rod Stewart canned heat american bands like that you know you just hear this this instant classic song but it didn't sound big didn't sound overproduced it was more about the melody uh you know and the lyrics really and the, and the song so we tried to do that we tried to make a, make a song from the bottom up mm -hmm. that wasn't massive that was kind of small almost like a 70s recording uh, that's that's what we did with i feel i feel small of course you know it, i think the rest i don't know i should compliment that song a little bit more because it's extremely catchy and i've had a great time singing it every time but the rest of the album sort of has a bit more of i guess a consistency from sound to sound which maybe make that one stand out even more the way it does well that that, that, that is the one that the american um 
management people have picked up as a single. No surprise. <laughs> no surprise. Yeah. Um, that kickoff song, You're Corrupt, I mean, I'm just going to go with the title there. That's a line that could be about a whole lot of people in 2017. And it is. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is, 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 is this the statement right out of the gates? Well, come on, you must be as fed up as the rest of the planet with all the corruption and power and lies and money going, you know, 1% of the planet's got nothing and 99% of the planet's got nothing and 1%'s got all the wealth. I mean, it's disgusting, really. I mean, and you know, your country's got the kind of wild politics going on. We've got the wild politics of the Brexit vote. You've got Donald Trump as your president. I mean, these are strange times. And, and, and that it's even beyond the lyrics because the whole feel, I mean, you... you really encapsulated all of that, even in just the sound of it. That's well, that's really nice of you to say so. We were trying to do that. I mean, he's a, I mean, when I first came to America, you had Ronald Reagan as your president. And now, fast forward, I don't know, 40 years, you've got Donald Trump. Things haven't changed that much, really, have they? <laughs> Isn't that sad and scary? <laughs> <laughs> um, and the only other one I wanted to talk about, um, I was just curious because trees... It really feels to me like there's a bit of a callback to uh, Bowie's Heroes, and I didn't know if you heard that in that song as well. We've been, a few people have mentioned it, um, not recently, but when we first recorded it, a couple of friends said, said that. But no, we weren't, I mean, Bowie was still alive when that song was recorded. It wasn't like a, a homage to him or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But um, I know what you mean. I suppose the, the sort of sentiment is similar in a, in a way. The, the phrasing, the, you know, the sound of the voice is quite similar. But... People have mentioned it, but I, we never tried to do that. I mean, if you, if you are going to have a tribute to the song, you, you could do worse. I mean, that's a pretty great one to, to be associated with either way. So, well, When I grew up in um, England in the 70s and everything was black and white, David Bowie was a small piece of color on your television set. Yeah. So, I mean, he was a major influence on the, on the band back in the day. And still is. And, and so are you guys, by the way. You have been an influence on a whole lot of artists out there, and I thank you for all of the art that you've put into the world. Thank you very much. Yeah, and this album is no exception. I do love Take Me to the Trees, and Robbie, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me about it. Uh, hopefully we'll see you back over here one of these days. Well, we're coming back to America, oh, cool. and we're going on a, a tour, again, uh, you know, similar to the Mesh and Lace tour, all around America for, for about a month, so we'll be coming to a town near you soon. I'll be traveling to see you. All right, mate. Cheers. All right, take care. Bye.